It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Grizzlies on the Hunt. Now, today, ladies and gentlemen, hello, Samantha. Hello, Nicole. Welcome. Today, we are talking about the dark side of science. Have y'all heard about the horror of the ape and the child experience of 1932, the experiment? So, man, or man, we should say, has always been fascinated with trying to crossbreed Stalin, right? Remember Stalin in Russia, trying to create a hybrid from a woman and an ape to create this massive soldier. Now, Hitler tried to do the same thing when it come to other dwellings, creatures, but also blonde hair, blue eye, dominant men, right? But have we not heard through the folklore and history about children being raised by wolves out in the forest and so forth? So one of my colleagues of mine, which is, uh, she has ability, she'll be joining us here shortly to join the group and the discussion. She was like, you know, I came across this case of 1932 about this experiment. And it, it was horrible. And ladies and gentlemen, if we look at this as a totality, now when somebody says a totality, in reference in law enforcement, that is, we take everything as a whole and we look at it, right? That is a totality of circumstances. Now, we know beyond a reasonable doubt that men or man has been trying to play God ever since the creation of time, whether it's been with technology, cloning, reproducing human organs, 3D imprinting human organs, whatever it may be, stem cell research, however you want to classify it, label it, that is fine, right? But this scientist, which is very interesting, back in 32, wanted to take an infant, child, a human being, and an ape, and raise them together and see what kind of outcome, what would happen. Now, we know that we sent monkeys to space for a reason. We know that certain pig organs can be used in human beings. Hello, crazy witch, just dropping in. All right, just got done mowing. Great day to mow. You ought to hear about this experiment from 1932, the dark side of science. This is what we just know about, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's very intriguing because 
how everything took place and how it was documented. Now, I can lecture you on this all day long, but I like graphics. I like details. I like to see everything. So like that old footage, roll that beautiful bean footage, right? You remember that pork and bean commercial? So let me share this screen and let's get started on this. And we'll talk about it as we go, because this is very disturbing. Let me make sure I, I hit share audio. But ladies and gentlemen, take a look at this. Here we go. Throughout history, stories of humans being raised by animals have fascinated mankind. The feral children have found their way into human culture. Throughout the years, from Romulus and Remus suckling from the she-wolf. Infants seemingly offer a blank slate upon which language, culture, nationality and morality are inscribed throughout their development. Because of this, child development is a miracle of learning, and as such, it has not only fascinated the likes of Rudyard Kipling, but also that of scientists. And one such scientist would devise an experiment, but instead of putting a child into the wild to be raised by animals, turn the tables and take one of our closest relatives of the animal kingdom and raise it as a human. Today we're looking at the ape and the child experiment. Welcome to the dark side of science. Our story starts on the Abreu colony in Cuba in 1930 with the birth of a female chimpanzee on the 15th of November. The baby chimp and her mother and father were donated to the Yerkes National Primate Research Centre not long after her birth. The research centre was headed by eugenicist Robert Yerkes and was used for medical research into comparative psychology. The baby chimpanzee was given the name Gua. And in June 1931, she was forcibly removed from her mother's cage and was sent off to a new home at the age of seven and a half months for a comparative experiment. Her new family was scientists Luella and Winthrop Kellogg and their 10-month-old son, Donald. But before we carry on, here's some background information to the Kelloggs and why this young chimp became a resident in their house. Winthrop and Luella had married in 1920. The couple had met in Indiana University while studying. Winthrop was involved in a very diverse set of research subjects, but throughout the 1920s focused on conditioning and learning. He was fascinated with relative influence of nature and nurture on behaviour. And if you could isolate the nurture element. He was fascinated with what if you could raise an animal, a primate for example, in the exact same way as you would an infant? Would the chimpanzee's development change or maybe would it even begin to act like a human? He had been concept of a comparative experiment during his postgraduate days at Columbia when studying for his masters in 1927. Kellogg during this time was fascinated with accounts of feral children living with wolves. He believed that the infants learned to live like wolves because that was what their environment demanded of them. Thus, if the tables were turned, 
with a wild animal could nurture overall heredity and even humanize it, the birth of Kellogg's first child offered a unique opportunity. And that was to comparatively raise the child alongside a primate. Kellogg devised if he could raise a chimp with Donald, their son, like siblings, he could then see the nature differences. The chimpanzee wouldn't be a pet, but treated in the exact same way as the human child. They would be fed by bottle, bathed, clothed, handled and pushed around in a pram. It would be induced to walk upright the same as a child and would be corrected in its mistakes like a human as well. The chimpanzee would also be taught and encouraged to eat with a spoon and to play like a child with children's toys. The primates would not be allowed to learn in any other way than the human way, thus allowing the experiment a chance to succeed in creating a human acting chimp. In order to facilitate his experiment, Kellogg would seek help from Yerkes. He received the Social Science Research Council Fellowship to work at the Yale Anthropod Station in Florida in order to prepare for his experiment in 1931. Needless to say, this would necessitate the Kellogg's family moving to Florida, and not long after, Gua the chimpanzee would join the family to start this bizarre experiment. Hey! Hey! Podcasters, come here! Yes! You! Come here! If you're still... Gua and Donald were introduced at the ages of seven and a half and ten months respectively in the summer of 1931. And in every conceivable way, the two were treated by Winthrope and Luella as if they were brother and sister. Straight away, the Kelloggs started noting the physical and behavioural differences between the two infants. The former was pretty easy as the two were different species of animals and with Gua having longer arms than Donald, and much greater physical abilities. Gua had nearly all of her teeth, whereas Donald only had two. To discover the differences, both physiologically and psychologically of the two, Kellogg thought up some strange and somewhat cruel experiments. Kellogg took great interest in the differences in how the two's bone structures developed. To explore this, he tested the differences by sound, by hitting both Donald and Gua's head with a spoon to try and hear a difference in the hardening of the skull. He found that Donald's head radiated a dull thud, whereas Gua's made a harsher sound, hinting at the chimpanzee's bones being more hardened. Bizarrely, Kellogg had previously x-rayed Gua and already knew her bone density was equal to that of a two-year-old human. To ascertain the differences between the two's reaction times, the Kelloggs devised an interesting experiment. Both Donald and the chimpanzee were placed in front of a motion picture camera. This was to allow reviewing of the reactions later on. After the two had settled and the camera was recording, a revolver was fired in the air behind them. Both were startled and it was discovered that Gua reacted more quickly than her human sibling. The experiment was repeated a few months later with five other children ranging in age between 17 months and eight and a half years. The basic day for the two test subjects consisted of a 7am wake up with 7.30am breakfast, then until 8.30am sit with the adults at the breakfast table. 
from nine in the morning until lunch, the time will be filled out with controlled observations, car rides, outdoor and indoor play, photographing and various experiments. After lunch at 12.15, nap time followed by a bath time. And between 15.30 and 16.00, more experiments, observations, playtime and tests. To end up the day at dinner at around 1800 hours, followed by bed at 18.30. The days were not always run strictly to this plan, as the Kellogg's had various different engagements. During the experiment's initial two weeks, Guar's reflex behaviour was recorded. An interesting behaviour was noted. The chimpanzee had issues in her balance after standing upright. There were two conclusions that the Kellogg's family made about this. The first being due to her being fully developed. But the other conclusion was that she was becoming disorientated due to having to look up at her human observers more than if she was in the wild. Probably a bit of both, as this new environment would definitely have been confusing to her. Now, how would this be confusing to a chimpanzee that is not able to understand to how to walk on two legs, but to crawl and use all fours? Now, how is looking up at a human being disoriented? Now, I'm not very intelligent. I do not have a PhD. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a scientist or a rocket engineer, or do I proclaim I work for NASA by any means. But ladies and gentlemen, you see how the chimpanzee walked into the room. Gua added her new sleeping arrangements. A cot was constructed and was designed to be usable for an infant child with mattress, clean linens, and even night clothing. When this was temporarily removed, her reaction was predictable. She began to cry out in despair. Guar's reactions when sleepy were very characteristic of a human child. When picked up, she would try and cuddle up, and when sat up, her head would nod down, only to come back up startled by an emotion. For the first two months, Gua napped more than Donald, mainly after meals, but as she got older, she slept less in the day, eventually getting to the one nap as outlined in the day schedule. Donald, on the other hand, was sleeping two or more hours in the afternoon nap time. Gua slept during the night without issues throughout the experiment, something that from experience isn't something that a human child often does. But as the experiment progressed, she started to make a nest with her bedding, a thing that chimpanzees do in the wild with twigs in trees. She hadn't seen anyone else do this, and thus showed the behaviour was possibly hereditary, or could be perceived as an infant playing in their bed in the night. Throughout the experiment, both subjects were observed during their physical development. Human infants don't develop walking until at least 10 months. Gua, on the other hand, could walk by the time she was with the Kellogg's. She also had a stroller, but she used it as a toy instead of a walking aid. Interestingly, Gua was beginning to mimic the way humans walk, adopting a more upright posture. The chimp was showing much quicker level of development as Donald for the age. 
The experiment continued to observe the differences between the two in the way they interacted with their environment. During the toddler months of childhood, the beginnings of reading and language start to develop. Part of this is the ability to point at things that interest the infant, and Guar exhibited these behaviours as well. The two infants, almost right from the start of the experiment, seemed to enjoy each other's company, with Donald showing great delight in interacting with his new sister. Guar would hold out hands to Donald, stroking her hair. As the experiment progressed, it seemed like the two, especially Guar, had become attached to each other always making a beeline for him when he entered the room and noticeably got more excited when playing with Donald. If Guar was admonished for doing something wrong, Donald would go up to her and hug the chimpanzee. As Donald developed, he was able to even say his sister's name. When another older child called Martha was introduced, Guar behaved similarly by hugging the three and a half year old, smelling her hair and holding her hand. Interestingly, Guar was much more reserved and timid around human adults, which to me sounds very similar to how a human child may act, loud and excited with their peers, but quiet and shy around adults. Guar's actions around new adults was even more shy and even at some times seemed fearful. The pair's interactions with other animals was characteristically childlike as well, with Guar stroking the next door neighbor's cat and having seemingly no fear in approaching adult dogs, much like a human child. But this would change at the age of 11 months, after she had mistakenly taken the dog running as a game of tag. From then on, she became scared of almost all other animals, including chickens, cats, even birds in the creek. Ra's emotional responses being admonished or punished for Well, welcome. How are you doing today? I actually didn't get to watch Rosie. this. So I was playing on it. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, I can hear you. We just uh, going over this experiment. Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Rosie, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm Rosie Page. <laughs> I'm in the paranormal community. And... <laughs> and... <laughs> Today has been a weird day, but um, interested in stuff like this and um, anything paranormal or true crime or that's a mystery or unsolved or missing people or anything like that to that effect. So what do you think about this case? I mean, this is not a typical case that we would actually see in today's media, right? No, so, that's why I thought it was weird because you're always seeing the same stuff over and over again, really, nowadays. But how do you take this case when you first saw it? I mean, I haven't watched the whole video, I was going to watch it today, but I didn't because um, our cat has been really sick, and I'm pretty sure he's probably not going to live, but maybe a day or two oh, longer. And we I'm took sorry. him to the vet today, and he has feline AIDS. From getting attacked. Really? Yeah, he's been attacked a week and a half ago by some other cats when he went outside one night. And I thought his hair's falling out in clumps and uh, he lost like half of his weight. He dropped down to being like a fat cat to like a little skinny cat. And he just has a limp too from getting in a fight with those other cats. Like he doesn't isn't walking very well on his front right um, leg. And 
I just knew something was wrong with him, and I was like, he needs to go to a vet because I think he's dying, and I, I thought he might have leukemia. So I wanted them to test him, and they said he has feline AIDS, and that it's probably from the cat scratches or the bites from the other cats that he got in a fight with. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea that that was even feasible. I had no idea it could be that fast in a cat. Like, it could take them down that fast. Like, I know humans, like, sometimes can have a really, you know, quick spiral. Right. Or a flare-up of stuff like that. Not as far as, like, AIDS goes. I don't know anybody with cancer or leukemia and stuff like that. Or, like, lupus and whatever. You can have flare-ups and, like, episodes. But I didn't really know anything about cats having that stuff. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. So we're in the process of watching it. And right now they are testing the theories out of them growing up together and them walking and learning. Uh, it's it's very depressing. Uh, I'll continue on. Um, welcome to the show. ...an interesting response. She would noticeably become distressed and then approach the experimenters for affection Aww. or a kiss. As a form of forgiveness for committing the faux pas. This is a type of year seen in children that comes on later in social development at around 18 to 24 months. This showed that Gua was developing faster emotionally than Donald and that she was learning very human-like behaviours. She had mastered opening doors, especially a swinging door, a month before Donald. At the age of one year, Gua had figured out that this was controlled via electric light bulbs. As such, when an adult put their hand up to the switch, I would look at the light in anticipation of its illumination. The experimenters attempted to teach both how to play patty cake. Donald picked it up rather quickly and with little prompts, happily followed the game. Guar, on the other hand, never learned how to play properly, even if he was given daily opportunities to practice. sub also underwent potty training. Guar had more accidents than Donald and was seemingly embarrassed when she made them. Eventually, she would indicate that she wanted to go to the toilet by ooing and holding her genital area. This would develop to her going to an experimenter and indicating by tugging on the adult's trousers. Throughout the experiment, both of the subjects were given the opportunity to use a spoon. Like many other observations, the Kellogg's saw that Guar was way ahead in proficiency than Donald. By 13 months, she was using the spoon for self-feeding, with little less in contrast to Donald, who mastered the skill by around 18 months. Another test was devised where reward was placed behind a wire mesh attached to a door frame. The only way to get to the reward is via the use of a hoe to drag it under a small gap in the mesh. Although both figured out the solution out of 100 attempts, Gua proved to be more consistent in her success rate. The Kelloggs wanted to probe into a vital part of the human experience, and that was something that makes us unique, language. But this part is where Gua would fall behind and Donald would develop some strange new behaviors. I'm curious to see how I got paid $2,317.16 <laughs> this month like, without lifting a finger. He did not spend a second time a penny of my money or a single language development <laughs> differed to that of a human child in the sense that she would communicate her wants physically like pointing to her mouth for food 
As we saw with her potty training, the need to empty her bowels was indicated non-verbally. This was the same for when she was to pull experimenter's hands to items she needed help with. The vocal communication Goa achieved was limited to oohs, ahs and grunts. This is where Donald exceeded as almost from the start of the experiment he was attempting to vocalise his emotions and needs. This would develop into vocalising actual words, a feat Gua failed to reach. But something rather worrying began to become apparent in Donald, in that his speech became stunted. This is likely due to his lack of socialising outside the experimental setting, and as such, failed to pick up words discovered interaction with one's peers. He was only in possession of around six words, but he did show no signs of vocal imitation, although not from his human carers, but instead from his chimpanzee sister. The Kelloggs noticed Donald barking like a dog to communicate certain emotions. The child would also screech, scream, and even ooh like an ape. Gua, although not learning to speak words herself, did learn the words spoken to her. Initially, she would react just to the tone of the way the words were spoken, but she began to show signs of being able to differentiate between different commands. Initially, she would react to no and kiss, but her word reaction vocabulary expanded to around 95 words, including the ability to point out parts of her anatomy when asked. Donald, from the start of the experiment, and vocal issues caused concern by the ninth month of the experiment in Duella, and as such, the experiment was abruptly brought to an end. Gua was evicted from a human household and sent back to Robert Yerkes on the 28th of March 1932. From there, she would be the subject of a number of other experiments conducted by Robert's wife, Ada. But what of all the data collected from the study? And what was the result of the nine-month ape and baby experiment? Well, the Kelly now Liana and all set about writing a book and publishing a study. Winthrop's results showed that he was disappointed had hit a wall of development. He had generally hoped that immersing the ape into the human household would have created a reverse child. It's undeniable that measures such as walking more upright, being relatively potty trained, understanding a multitude of commands, and even showing off her problem-solving skills. Ultimately, Gua was limited by the fact that she was a chimpanzee and that her heredity limited her ultimate ability of language. Essentially, nurture can only take you so far until nature catches up. Initially, the experiment went public and the article was published in the American Psychological Journal. It was written in such a way as to appeal to as many people as possible. This, unsurprisingly, generated a lot of interest in the press at the time. And by the time a full book was released in 1933, the study and its ease of accessibility resulted in polarising opinions. 
Many critics pointed out that Gua being called from her biological mother at such a young age and the suddenness of the ending of her adoption. This, no doubt, must have been very traumatic for the young chimp to be ripped twice from her perceived home. But the biggest criticism came from the use of Donald as a test subject. Understandable, after all, it was on Luella's insistence that the study be terminated. The extended period of nine months in which Donald was used in the experiments resulted in his development being stunted. And needless to say, this brings up questions of, of the study being ethical. Especially when feasibly a child wasn't even needed for Gua to be raised with humans. A number of the tests throughout the study were questionable, where the child was frustrated in the broom experiment, hit on the head and startled with the gun. But how did the subjects fare later on in life? Well, unfortunately, both participants' lives would end in tragedy. Gua would die of pneumonia on December 21st, 1933 less than a year after she left the Kellogg family, just after turning three years old. Donald would live to the age of 43 when, in 1973, he took his own life. In all respects, he had grown up healthy, studying medicine and specialising in psychiatry. Whether his upbringing had contributed to his demise, we will never know. Luella and Winthrop would pass away in 1972. Now, where would you rate this experiment on my ethical scale? I'm going to give it about a five or a six. Wow. The, that's kind of surprising. I wouldn't even rate it that high. So that's kind of... The part where they say that they used a gun and a broom in one part of the experiment? Yeah, so they actually uh, put the ape chimpanzee and the baby and the stroller, right? And they would fire off a pistol to see the reaction. And they would redo that a couple of months later. Then they would react that, reenact that with other children, with other ages to see their reaction. And of course, a chimpanzee jumped out of the stroller and into the adult's arm and was like, <laughs> you know, scared shitless, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why would somebody even do this? I mean, okay, you know, I said in the beginning, you know, everybody's heard the story about the, the child being raised by wolves and, yeah. and, you know, and bears or Sasquatches, whatever you want to call it, ladies and gentlemen. But what is going on today that we don't know about? That's my question. Well, I don't think it's that bad if it had not a terrible outcome that was permanent. That makes sense. They decided to end it after such and such time because they noticed that it wasn't being, it was being less successful than more successful. So they kind of ended it and they put them back in there, I guess. Where, I guess the chimpanzee went back to an original place that it came from and the child stayed in the home. Right, right. So to me, that's not too bad because if you look at the tabloids nowadays, you have parents. That are letting their children sit in their own fecal matter and eat it and die. Human children. And they don't stop after nine months. They just let it happen until they die. <laughs> or they beat them or they neglect them or they rape them or they murder them. <laughs> so something like that, I guess, back from the 1930s. Could have been anyway 
ever, you know, like yielded some kind of like uh, knowledge or experience that could have created a better world now. <laughs> it didn't look like it was going to, but they ended it at the proper time. They didn't let it keep going on. Then I'm pretty much up for um, any kind of experimentation that's not too tragic to somebody to try to like make life and and the world better than it is now because it's not looking too wonderful <laughs> well my thing is is if we look at the totality of everything right yeah you know what was the intended what was the purpose of the experiment okay now were they trying to replicate that you know that they can replicate the stories of the the child being brought up in nature as a wild creature or were they trying to prove that a wild creature could be brought up as a human in a controlled environment see i mean the other thing that said they didn't really need a baby in order to actually like put the um, chimp in a, a human home and try to like you know influence it towards human ways they didn't really need a baby so i think really like they could have even done it with an older kid i think that they just did it with a baby because the baby seemed more like to be of the the age and size and like uh needing to learn those basic things that the chimpanzee needed to learn itself maybe that was why that they did that or maybe it was just someone got curious like a mad scientist type thing or maybe they really wanted to know if a chimpanzee could actually like be intelligent to the level of like a human i don't know well, really see know. now that brings me up to stalin now did stalin or did not stalin try to make women with gorillas to create a super soldier, right? Remember, he tried those experiments. Or it also makes me think of, um, what was her name? <laughs> oh my gosh. The woman that worked with chimpanzees. Oh, uh, Goodall. Goodall, yes, yeah. Yeah, she actually had a lot of uh, success doing that teaching them different hand, like teaching them sign language with their hands and teaching them to basically express that they wanted things and to understand tones of human voice and like understand expressions of like emotions and like maybe, you know, basic needs that they had like to go to the bathroom or that they like cared about somebody or that they wanted to like actually that they learned human language, but they symbolized it with their hands. Like they couldn't say it, but they knew what it meant. They understood the meaning of the words. So that like that was with an adult though, adult one on one. Right, right. Yeah. So yes, crazy witch. Uh, yeah, we have learned a lot of stuff since then. I totally agree with you on that. But, and here's where the but comes into play. What is going on right now that we do not know about? Now I remember the first hand transplant. You remember movie Face Off? Now, that actually took place before or after the movie where they did the first face transplant. So, Grizzly was a Soviet scientist that tried the gorilla-human hybrid, yes. Under Stalin, yes, that was correct. I thought so. I got my fact checkers in here, Rosie. So, so it was a hybrid? Are you saying yes. 
yeah, so they actually tried to cross breed uh, apes, silverbacks, I don't know if it was silverbacks or some type of apes with human women. And they tried to impregnate them back now in the 30s know, and 40s. Like there's documentation of the birth process, the birthing process? And never worked. Oh, they didn't and, get pregnant? No, it never worked. It was a failed attempt. I wonder and if it then, was intervened or if it was repetitive with failure. Like, was it intervened by some kind of entity because they saw it unethical or was it like a failed attempt repetitively? Let's see here. Well, let's find out by Dr. Google. Soviet. <laughs> so I'm not really like, I know who Stalin is, but I didn't know that he actually tried to crossbreed humans with monkeys. I mean, he's not a good person. He did all kinds of bad stuff, but. And of course, nothing I typed came up. I wasn't even typing in my platform. But honestly, if you look at that, that is minute in like comparison to the shit that we have to live with every single day. There is a mass shooting every day. Every day. Why is that? I don't know. I think that it started with COVID, and I'm not saying that it's like some kind of thing that was bioengineered or planted in us i don't think that at all i'm not saying also though that i don't think that that could have been done on purpose and that could have been sent here on purpose to take the united states down slowly and silently i'm not saying that either but i'm saying that i think that whatever covid caused by us all having to alienate ourselves that it basically kind of turned us back in the direction of like a chimpanzee an animal a feral a person a feral like, you know, wild animal type person, animalistic in nature in the brain, like their, their brains maybe devolved a bit and some either children that were brought into the world being subjected to that. Maybe their brains didn't evolve as much as they would have or could have. I don't know if there's been a statistical testing on that or not, but I feel like that was put in place to cut the population and to devolve humanity in the United States. That's just my belief. That's my opinion. That's what I'm seeing, though. Right. I'm saying that. It, it could be. Now, I did. Wikipedia says back in the 1920s, the, the hypothetical hybrid of chimpanzees and thus a foreign animal hybrid. Yes, yeah, serious, serious attempts to create such hybrids were made by a Soviet biologist. I cannot pronounce his name in the 20s. And also by the Chinese in the 1960s, which I was not aware of. But neither what, of them succeeded. What, what year? What year was it? In the 20s for the Soviets, in the 60s for China. So it was before this even happened in the year. Yes. And then the Portamatia humanzee. For a human chim chimpanzee haver appears to have entered usage in the 1980s. Now, what in the world is that? That's now not that, that long ago. No. I wonder now, if that's says, inspired the Planet of the Apes story. Because in they were like the 1980s, the reports of a human experiment, a chimpanzee crossbreeding. Conducted in China in 1967, planning a reassumption of such experiments 
they did it again in 1981. Zhang Zhang Yang, I can't even say his name, head of a hospital in Xinjiang, was reported <laughs> as claiming to have been part of the 1967 experiment in whatever revolution, which I cannot say, was was actually responsible with scientists that set off to the farm to labor three months pregnant, but each of the chimpanzees dying from neglect. So the living so, chimpanzees died from neglect, so, or the women were impregnated and they aborted. It says the chimpanzee female have been impregnated with human sperm. According uh -huh. to this account, the experiment was cut short by cultural revolution, with responsible scientists set off to a farm labor with three months pregnant chimpanzees dying from neglect. Oh, the so, ladies and gentlemen, they succeeded. Well, they didn't because they died from neglect, which is insane that they would go through all that trouble and just let them die. But does that make sense? Somebody's not telling us the truth, Rosie. What do you mean? You think that they did it and they just don't want to say that and they closed the case as died from neglect? That's, I mean, I... I don't have a crystal ball, but in 2019, unconfirmed reports surface that a team of researchers led by Professor Young Carlos from the Salk Institute for Biological Studies in the U.S. Oh, successfully produced the first human monkey chimera. When? 2019. That's what I thought you said. Produce pig and sheep embryos containing a small percentage of human cells. As those embryos with human monkey shimmeries reported only allowed to develop for a few weeks. So they actually did allow them, but they terminated them. And they Maybe actually formed nervous systems. They actually had organs, but they avoided more severe ethical concerns for the research. Wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is on Wikipedia. This is on Google. I had no idea. You know that there's a movie about this, right? Well, what's the name of the movie? Have you seen the movie Nope? Are you talking about the, the old romantic couple, the one that can't remember any? No, it's a new movie. It just came out a no. few years ago. Like, no, I have not then. Actually, 2022. It's called Nope, N-O-P-E. Jordan Peele. It's a Jordan Peele movie. I have to check that out. There is a several scenes in there of what I would call a psychopathic chimp. But I won't give away all the... Uh, I won't give away like okay it was it was an used in movies as an actor and it was domesticated as chimp and it was raised around people and then one day it just snaps and goes back to its primitive survivalistic nature. It says here, Pope Alexander the Second says that he recently Count Wim who lived in the area of. Ligeria had a male ape who called Mamo, M-A-I-M-O, which also his wife, 
Also, his wife was exceedingly impudent and wanton and played in more in a manner, I cannot say on the air, bear two sons of hers, which was punishable whore bore of a certain bishop. The beast mated with the woman. So then, according to the Pope's account, at the same time for us, rather than a large boy was born, although it is said it is said he's already 20 years old, is still unable to speak, and looks like a monkey, and he's called the same name. This, ladies and gentlemen, this blows my mind. So he's alive? This is, I, I don't know. 20 years old? This is what it says. Well, he made it to 20 years old at least, right? That is correct. So if he made it to 20 years old, then that's successful. And there we that have the planet wild. of the apes. Planet of the apes. Maybe it's not really a sci-fi movie. That is wild, ladies and gentlemen. Missy, Crazy Witch, what do you think about this? Rosie has a point. Yes, she does have a point. That's a. This is her story. I was like, you got to be a part of it. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, it's also possible that it's just an official story. Who's no, you know, okay, look. Yes, you know, I know Bigfoot's real. I saw it. I've well, seen it. It does exist. So, uh, but theoretically, right? Okay, go ahead. Theoretically, there was supposed to have been a race that was similar to that, anyways, before our time, anciently, like back in ancient times, that they have found skeletons and skulls of that had enlarged ape-like skulls, but they had human posture. That is correct. In the 1970s, performing a chimpanzee named Oliver, I remember named Oliver chimpanzee, was popularized as possible mutant over a human chimpanzee hybrid. Claims that Oliver had 47 chromosomes, midpoint between the normal 46 for humans and 48 for chimpanzees. That's weird. Yes, for genetic material at the University of Chicago in 1996. His cranial, ear-shaped, freckles, baldness fall within the range of exhibited by a common chimpanzee. It also result in further studies where Oliver were published in the American Journal of Physical Anthropology. What did you just walk? Did we, you did, we, did, look what you just started. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago either. It wasn't even 10 years ago. Well, yeah, it was. It was not even 20 years ago, though. Okay, wait. 2020. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't very long ago. Like, that, if they if they succeeded in reproduction, that, that being should could still be alive. So, basically, what I'm reading here, they've done it. I know that sounds sick, but to me, that's actually exciting that that can happen because I do believe at one point that there were 
anciently a race of beings that were part some kind of um what is what is their their scientific name like it's not oh human. you're talking like, i know what you're talking about and like reptiles yes. and what is, chimpanzees what are they called i can't remember but that there was a race that supposedly from dig ups and findings and excavations and the skull findings and the body findings a large giant race and then another race that had chimpanzee features but they were beings that stood like humans and they had the skull shape and it was enlarged and looked supposedly like a chimpanzee or an, an ape or some one of those monkey type class <laughs> so if that existed then and that was extinct how did it exist then was that before the humans that we are now or was it after or was it the same thing in a crossbreed between humans and whatever you know apes or chimps i don't remember what year that they said that that was homo hapelius huh homo hapelius is the that's what samantha's saying yes okay well, like Robert says, like clone Dolly the Sheep, you know, ladies and gentlemen, when Jurassic Park first came out, I said, that's going to come reality. When right. Terminator came out, I said, that's going to become reality. Mm -hmm. Everybody laughed at me. What and is look, now? ladies and gentlemen. And I played with AI the other night, and I was like, holy cow. You know, honestly, though, that the animal thing was already naturally in some cases, a reality without any experiments, <laughs> without any purposefully done experiments. Because you have, like, radiation reaching animals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do we know that this would be different? Because it's not acceptable or easily accepted right now by us with our human brain. Because we're not taught that that was... A thing but if we find those bones when we're digging that proves that that was a thing then scientists somewhere these people you're reading off their names and the dates and stuff physically proved that that could have been a thing by making it happen <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna go date a monkey but I'm saying somebody did <laughs> ladies and gentlemen for your entertainment purposes right there is a link i was looking at so yes <laughs> now do i believe everything i see absolutely not but there's some validity something so norma all the human genetic modification labs are on the ground yes that is true absolutely norma i do believe in that people want to play god they want that god particle that's why they want AI. They want to live immortal forever. They want that fountain of youth. So, and why do you think all these college graduates are failing college now? Because of that chat, GPT, whatever. Give me an essay, 4,500 words, please, regarding scientific study on embryos. Done. I know, right, Norma? That's what I'm saying. You know, Rosie, hmm? they estimated 150 million people without jobs with AI. 
Now they're up to 600. Now they're over 800 million people with AI. What do you think about that? I don't think that that should be a thing yet. I think that they should keep it as a reserve. I think it's too late. You know, though, what I was discussing with my daughter the other night. What's How that? They were, they're allowing the, um, the border, that opening, they're allowing, what is it, like as of last weekend, they were allowing people to come through and get processed into the United States. The, Do what? The gate that Trump built with the opening there, there were people there from all different countries sitting there and they were waited when that, um, what was it called? Article 42, when it expired at midnight, was it last weekend? They were going to allow families to come into the United States and go through a processing, like it was going through a process to be able to come over on the other side of that gate, basically, to, to, to live on the other side of that gate, yeah. to escape where that they were at, to escape. So we're going to give them asylum. Yeah, Wonderful. Have you not seen that? No, I have not. That's how busy I am. They have to abide strict codes of like you know like regulations codes of conduct rules they have to get armbands put on them they come through one at a time i think they're taking families first possibly they might have like kids and stuff like families now you really beyond a reasonable doubt that you think this is going to happen and work that way no they're I'm pretty sure they're doing it right now. They were talking about doing it. I don't know if they actually had to like sign something and have all these people agree, but I know that I've seen video footage of people coming through. Now, I don't know if they were illegally coming through, but they said if you come through illegally, you're going to be banned for five years. And if you come through again illegally, because there have been several people over here that have came up in the you know criminal world as like you know drug dealers and murderers and like causing accidents from their negligent behavior they had escaped from there and they had already Being been a homicide yes and they had came back yeah well if you come through unauthorized you have five years automatic ban and if you come through again then you're permanently banned wow yes samantha i do believe with you uh that is correct i think the anaki tweaked the homo erectus uh, crossing the border illegally is no different than regular B&E. Crazy witch, do not get Grizzly going on that. Rosary already done. She done hit the buttons. What's b &E? Unbelievable. Are you, are you, she's being serious. They reckon uh, Moses was a hybrid from the Naki. Yes, that is correct. That's what they're saying. Are you really being serious about the border? Yeah, go look it up. Look it up. The Article 42 it expired like a week ago. And they were had a process they were discussing. Did you not know that all these people were going up against Biden? All these other people that were politicians were going up against Biden to try to stop him from doing that. They're laughing at me. He was no, going to no, allow no. them to come in. But listen, this is what my thought process is on that. If you allow husband and wife and kid families to come over here. Who are sober. Who are clean. Who have no criminal background. And you know that they're going to work 10 times harder than any of the unemployed Americans right now. They're going to work 10 times harder for less of a wage, right? Then why not just take 
And I don't mean to be mean. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying this is just a thought. Take all the people from Portland, Oregon, that are tweaked out on Trank, heroin, and all those other drugs that are vandalizing the city, forcing all those businesses to move elsewhere. Take all them people and throw them on the other side of that gate and let those families come through and replace them. Oh, hell, there goes there goes YouTube. Thank God we're on 14 other platforms. What? <laughs> so there goes our YouTube channel. So thank God we're on other 14 platforms. <laughs> Crazy witch. They really I mean, did expire that policy, and people are just pouring in. I don't know. I, that's what she's telling me. I don't, do you think I'm looking at the news right I now? Know, this no. This wasn't something a politician said. This was like I've seen videos, and I've seen it. Like I watch the news daily on the daily. I watch all kinds of stuff just so that I'm in the know about things that's going on in the world because I didn't ever watch the news until this year. I really didn't. I really didn't care. But now since so much mass shootings and like homicides and lots of drugs have been moved in here, which don't even get me started on that because I have my theories on that too about cartel and Mexican cartel and Chinese cartel and drug invasion and they're taking over all of our teenagers. That's why people can't write an essay in college. They're all jacked up on something like fentanyl and overdosing. Oh, we got Narcan in the in the vending machines though. They hit a button, it's free. They should have it in there. That's stupid. But now they're having parties to see how far they can go and how many times they can come back. That Yes. If anybody does that, that's ridiculous and they shouldn't be doing that. They should value their own human life more than that. Now that's what I'm talking about. If you had a husband and a wife and their kids and they were from on the other side of that gate or that wall and they were willing to come here and stay out of trouble and work hard for the man making a wage and they were willing to probably even accept and not act entitled such as we do here and they were going to work hard for less of a wage that wouldn't only like help our economy because we're paying them less, which I'm not saying that they're less worthy because I'm not saying that they're not. But if they're willing to work for less of a wage and work harder than we are, and then you have people here that are like trying to score money to score drugs, and that's all that they think about, and the homeless rates are just, they're just on the rise, and so are the homicide rates. If you could like filter some of that out and throw those people over on the other side of that gate, and just make it like a criminal exile and bring the good people over here and let them actually help us shape up our economy. I mean, as long as they're not violent, they're Norma, not violent. You, they're getting more than that, Norma. And yes, and they're all voting Democrat. Now you okay, now you got it. Norma, Norma you you you've done it now. Here but we I go. Can have a all right, Norma. You, you brought it on, Norma. You got it. Oh my so, God. now, how in the world can somebody win a presidency race with more votes than the state their people live in? Now, explain that to me. How are you playing so music? I don't know. Yes. So, Norma done pushed my but buttons. But if it was a takeover, wouldn't it be from like China or somewhere else? They're here. Yeah, if they're taking them out and they're patting them down and they're squeezing them through this tiny tube like a golf ball through a water hose to let them get in here. When there's already criminals from over there here illegally. 
that snuck in. So Stingray. All right. Now, when I was on the PD, this is how you became an American citizen. Voice is going to be awful to say this. Georgia Orwell. <laughs> what people would do, they would find the ugliest woman. These illegals, the ugliest woman they would find. And they would knock them up and marry them. Who would? The police officers? No, the illegals. Oh, mm. yes. And they entirely became American citizens. Yeah, well, these aren't people that are coming over here to gain citizenship. I mean, some of them might be not married and they might end up marrying somebody here. As long as they're not like abusive or worse than we are. And that's pretty bad to be worse than we are. <laughs> FDL paranormal. Not- you just walked through the gates of hell, sir. <laughs> As long as they're not worse than we are, I really honestly, if they can pick and choose who comes over here and they can actually like benefit rather than take away from where we're at, I don't see a problem as long as it's not so many people that it's going to overrun our space to live. You know what I mean? Oh, FDL Paranormal, we're talking about dark science, we're talking about uh, immigration, we're talking about illegals, we're talking about dope, guns, murder. I mean, we're talking about everything. We might as well go ahead and get your demon Bible out and start reading from it. What the hell? He's not going to let me come on here ever again. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the co-host for Friday's uh, True Crime Show, too, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Just to let you know, it was a surprise, but it's out of the bag now. (laughs) So, Norma, I can't say much. I have a nephew uh, on the border, and he confirms that the crossing is real. And Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I did. I forgot the beard cam. Yes, I I forgot to comb it. I do apologize. Yes, FDL paranormal. Yeah. Uh, Stingray, dope gun would be cool. A dope gun. A what? I had to look at my trifocals on that. He did say dope gun. Uh, Norma, I wish him well, too. That is something I would never, ever do in my lifetime. What, border That's patrol? Why, yeah. There ain't no way in heck I would do that. Do you know how much money they make? Uh, last time I looked, it was around 70-something thousand. So I could be wrong. Hello, Kelly, Shannon, and Jay Green, Derek Green. Welcome, welcome. We had him start in politics over in UK, and then all hell will break loose, just like FDL Paranormal. Yeah, that's right. See you tomorrow, Grizzly. I can't wait. It's going to be interesting. Oh, okay. She said Derek Green, and I was like, what are you talking about, yeah. Derek? And then I saw that that was what she commented, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not Derek. <laughs> Derek is her name. <laughs> wow. You just ruined my dinner. Me? So, yeah, you sure wow. did. That's funny. <laughs> I said the wall should have been built. Don't send the money over to where where we send all that money to that keeps wanting more money that we put I in. I don't know, but they had actually paid him uh, to the wall for a while. He was a voiceover guy in America, and now he's fighting with Russia. What's his name? I can't even think of his name, ladies and gentlemen. She's got Does he so have a stuff. Russian name or a... American, I mean, what does his name sound like? Oh, that country that we're giving all the aid to to fight Russia. 
You're Crane. Either, Thank either, you, Stingray. Like, yeah. That's what I'm asking us. Either Brandon Yeah, or you're Crane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we gave him, we made him president. That's where everybody owns property. And that's why we do the Mundry laundering and everything. Boy, there goes my CIA counter for the day. Uh, Robert Fulton, the problem is not aliens or illegals. It's people wanting a better life. You know, I do not denounce anybody, Robert, wanting a better life. But, but if you want to come to this country, by God, you do what you need to do the right way to get into this country and follow the rules to do so. Yeltsin. You said Yeltsin. I did? No, Stingray said Yeltsin. Oh, Yeltsin. The Nazis. Yeah, Yeltsin. Oh, Yeltsin. Okay, Yeltsin, I got you. See, y'all got me so worked up and fired up. Crazy witch. He's he's depressed with hands. Yeah, my hands are tied. Uh, Stingray, I'm planning next trip to Ukraine. The rooms and the chicks are cheap right now. What in the world, Stingray? We're going to see you on CNN or Fox or MSNBC. You're going to be hostage. Oh, it's all I need now. Trade you for a bucket of fried chicken or something. He probably won't be a hostage. He'll probably be turned into a, um, a militant. Kelly, you're always welcome to come over to America and do a live show. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't even need a green card, girl, or a passport, I don't think, anymore. So, Norma, I, I'm sure I wish him well, you know. I do, too. I don't wish anybody I think it's a well. lack of human morals that's the problem, honestly. It's guns that are the problem. Well, it doesn't matter though. A gun can be locked in a cabinet. I have a safe full of guns and I haven't used them in years. Okay. <laughs> I don't take them, my arsenal, and go empty it out on somebody for, oh, because I got mad and had a temper tantrum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I know. Guns are not the problem that are in there, it's who gets their hands on them. And I agree with you, Norma. That is my number one problem. We take care of everybody in the world, but not ourselves. I've yeah. said that from day one. Yeah. And now we're worried about our 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 debt ceiling again. Hello, good people, Standing Stones. Welcome late to the party. Hope all I mean, is honestly, well. when I first saw that, I didn't agree with it, and I was about to be in panic because I thought we were going to get taken over. But then Wolverines. Huh? Wolverines. Remember that movie? Wolverine, like Wolverine? Wolverine. No, Wolverines where the American people took over and fought the Russians when they came and tried to take over a country back in the 80s. Mm. You don't remember that 90s Wolverine movies? Oh, you got to watch that movie. K.O. Knockout. Yeah, there we go, Standing Stones, I'll tell you. I'm a Perry Mason and Gunsmoke. <laughs> <laughs> the old one. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everybody is at a capo full list. Look after yours and your own. Ryan says, I remember that. You remember that movie, Wolverine? I, I think they made another one, didn't they? Part, a newer one? I think they did. I don't know, because I don't know what that movie is. The Wolverine I thought you are talking about is X-Men Wolverine. Yeah, well, she's talking to X-Men with the big old blade sticking out. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this commercial.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This edition is brought to you by Western Bigfoot uh, Investigations Paranormal LLC. Thank you, Don. Yes, Red Dawn. That is correct. Stingray and Crazy Witch. That's the name of the movie. Now, does that ring a bell, Rosie? Yep, I know what that is. Yep. Red Dawn. Yeah, I'm sorry. Red I said Wolverine. Great movie. Yes, Red Dawn. Yeah, so, yes. Did you see the new one or the old one? The new one. I might have seen the old one, too, though. Yeah. If I do, I don't remember it as well. I remember the new one because I remember the people that played the characters in it that were in there. Unbelievable. Yeah, so I had a chicken parmesan waiting for me to eat. Now I'm not even hungry because now I'm seeing the border. He didn't know that people were coming across the border right now. No, I did not. <laughs> I was more worried you know about what? this dark science. Dark are you not glad that I told you, though? Or are you not glad that you know now? Well, what am I going to do? I mean, hell, there are that we're going to change it. Grizzly, well, I'd love to do a show with you about anxious. You were like, man. What's going yeah. on? You didn't have a clue. Crazy witch, I'm down. I'll do a show with you on that any day. So, I got videos that would make your toes curl. Make you flip out. Capless, like Bernie Sanders, Standing Stone says. That's wild. So, who do you think is going to win the president? Who, who do you think is going to win the election for president? I don't hope that that's what they're doing, Norma. I uh, <laughs> uh, hope not. You said Norma said. I'm gonna do. I was like, I hear voices. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it just just scared me for a minute. So, six yeah, year old. Six no, year that's old. fine. Yeah. Last time I heard voices, it was on my end. It was my dolls talking. So. I thought I actually heard something on your end earlier. Yeah, I got this little meter right here. So when I don't talk. Um... But does it, it say voices. stuff like, but I heard a woman say, did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have Viva. You don't even want to know what I got in my studio. Yes, it's terrible. I so gotta do a cleansing. A sentence, it says a sentence. Oh, you mean like okay, otherworldly thing. No, yes, I, heard a I woman have. Say, heard a woman say either, "Did you hear that?" or "Did you see that?" And I was like, "She was that," but I just didn't say anything, you know, because I don't want to be nosy. No, no. So I actually have a, a female entity entity in here. Her name's Jackie. I've got a tall man with a hat and black shadow. So yes. So I gotta do a cleansing. We're still waiting on Warmwood, uh, the Destroyer. Hey, Grizzly, thank you. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun, Crazy Witch. Absolutely. So, but that was a neat, uh, neat video about the dark side of science. Uh, I was very appalled about it. And then we found uh, out a lot of things you Googled after that, which I didn't know about. Yeah, that was like crazy. So that one, you know, that's the only thing what we know about. That's what's scary, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only thing what we know about. Because we know that uh, allegedly NATO and other rules and regulations of America and the health department only allows us to do certain things. That's why we go across borders and other countries. Yeah. So we can well, play mad scientists and Frankenstein. Well, it's also way cheaper to do anything. I know, and yeah. that's sad. It is. So, it really is. And if you want to get a 
a tummy tuck or a booby job or a mom body makeover is what it's called where they do it, the stomach and the top it's all cheaper over there <laughs> way cheaper yeah i saw what happened last time that happened they ended up people dead and not even yep. finished and mm -hmm. yeah kidnapped and taken hostage yes Danny Stone says the ratings plummeted. I bet it did. <laughs> you talking to Democrats? Yes, they plummeted. Uh, Nibiru. Nibiru. Is that Flash Pluto? Is that, another, is that another planet they found? It's probably the new planet that they were going to add. Since they took one away, they were going to add. There was another one that's been discovered. That was supposed to be added sometime in the near future. I don't know if they did or not. Standing stones, crazy witches laughing. NATO and the Nazis, they never left. NATO, I tell you, there's, you know, the only thing I say about NATO, NATO has all these rules that we abide by during war, but nobody else by, abide by them. So why should we? Well, that's Grizzly's take, but yes. It's not wars or viruses we need to worry about. It's rogue meteors. Man, if we knew what actually flew by our Earth, we wouldn't, yeah, no, we wouldn't, we, we, no, we would be able to sleep at night. Planet X, NATO and NASA's not good for the common man, yeah. Yes, Honanaki, exactly, Grizz. See what I deal with? I love these people. <laughs> So we do got a new crime show coming up for you, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday. It's going to be interesting. I'm not seeing y'all just every time y'all say NATO and Rockefeller, there goes my CIA meter. What's Rockefeller? What is Rockefeller? So, you know, the rich people that started America and stuff, you know, they had their hands and everything. The Rockefellers. There are actually three Pluto sized planets past Pluto. I didn't know that. I knew they had discovered one, but I didn't know they discovered three. There was a a, a, a thing that we, I can't remember in school, but there was a, a thing that we used to say to remember all the planets in order. Some about a peanut yeah. butter sandwich or something, or I forgot how it went, but that's right, crazy witch. Loch Ness Monster. I believe in that too, Brian, and I believe in fairies. Yes, I said it. Fairies do exist. What do you There's think a the video I need to send you. I don't think I didn't send you anything last night, did I? There's a video. No, myself. it's crazy. I gotta send it to you. I had to turn it, it off and stop watching it because my son got scared, so I had to turn it off. Oh, I gotta see it. I gotta. But see it's it. something that's scientifically like, like I don't know if it's explainable or not, but it's very mysterious and curious. It was caught by yeah. a boatman. A boatman out on the sea he was out there. I don't know what he was doing. I guess he was fishing. A fishing boat or something like that out in the middle of the water. Yeah. And there was something that kept making noises and answering back to him when he would ask it to. Now that is freaky, ladies and gentlemen. That's I'd have been shooting all. overboard. I've been like, I want to tell you the rest. It'll blow your mind when you see it. So, <laughs> yeah. There was visual something too, visually something in the water too, but I won't say what it was. Was it a mermaid? I don't know. Ah! Ah! Don't do that. You made me scream. There's a freaking Say, spider. She's screaming. Oh, a spider. The only thing that scares me. 
She screamed, I screamed, we all screamed. I about messed myself, ladies and gentlemen, on the air. Something is altering the orbit of Jupiter. I saw that. Just kill everything on the desk. Sorry, let me turn the mic off. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. My mother just served us nachos. <laughs> Nacho cheese. I believe in fairies too, Norma, uh, and little people in North Carolina. Wait till you see tomorrow's show. Uh, they found asteroids unusual orbits and calculated that Neptune-sized planet could be out there in the in the Kuiper Belt. I believe that uh, it was a saltwater mus a mule. Hmm, interesting. Now it's going to rain. Don't kill a spider. Stan Stone says, "Don't kill a spider, please." <laughs> Whatever you do, don't. I didn't kill the spider. My tarot cards did. I'm pretty sure it's dead. Do you see that right there? Oh, yeah. She killed it. It's dead. That's probably it. I hope so. Is she chasing cockroaches? <laughs> no, she ain't chasing cockroaches. Oh, it came down from this microphone, and it just spun down a little web, and then it jumped, and I was like, ah! <laughs> right while I was yeah, talking it That's the phrase to remember the planets. That's the phrase to remember the planets. Chasing cockroaches. I have no idea. Y'all got me laughing so hard. I don't know what. Chasing cockroaches. He got the death it? card. <laughs> he got the death card. Did you see what kind of card it was? You did show it, didn't you? Oh. No, it's a six of wands, actually. What does that mean? Six of Wands. Um, success. Oh, <laughs> success in dying. There you go. Endeavor or like a success in a project or something like you're just. Um, yes, crazy witch. We're all over the place right now. So. <laughs> well, so is the spider. Yeah. I thought I just oh my it in God. my shoe. I'm wearing Crocs and I thought it was in my shoe on my toe. And I was like, ah! Uh, Standing Stone says, "Go fish." What? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that's how I play cards. He says it means success in killing spiders. Uh, Stingray and Standing Stone says, "Go fish." No, again. you know what that card means. On this, this is a different deck. This is called oh, the tarot. Is? This is called the Tarot of Haunted House. Okay. Okay. So it's not your regular standard deck so this card actually means you're not gonna believe this because there was a spider uh it means they escape the wicked plans with victory and triumph and advancement and achievement <laughs> maybe i didn't get it maybe that wasn't good so maybe it's like markers or ink pen on that paper maybe it escaped oh me. great <laughs> it's, it's gonna come back and bite you now oh my god unbelievable Ladies and gentlemen, what's weird is that this card, you know what, sitting here. I had I, to ask. I did a card pull for all of the victims and the uh, alleged for the Idaho 4 case, and Ethan Chapin got this card. That means he didn't escape. Oh. Kind of odd, huh? Yes. It is on. Because upright, it means escaped. So reverse means the opposite. Like, you didn't escape. You failed. 
Yeah, I covered that case when it first came out. That was, I, I knew, I knew there was more to it. I said he did it. I said he did it before. So, yes. Uh, there's going to be a drop like the stock market or Joe Biden's rock for standing stock. The stock market has been going. It hasn't been doing that well. When I saw it last, anyways. I don't always watch so, Forbes and all that stuff, but I've been watching Forbes lately. I haven't even been covering the case that happened here, like right up the road from me at all. Oh my gosh. Right? Because look in the card. Look at all these people around in all these red hoods. Don't you think that's kind of crazy? There's five yeah, people that in a red. There are red cloaks, five of them, around this person. And I was like, that's Greek Row. Is it not? Yes. Greek Row. <laughs> I've been in them frat houses. I've been in them frat houses. Unbelievable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from coast to coast and around the world, we greatly appreciate her sharing that uh, dark side of science and uh, the border and the crisis and... <laughs> The killing a spider and me about mess my britches now. I have to go change for my next show in less than 30 minutes, but that's all right. You know, I'm glad y'all had fun and, and uh, met uh, the new co-host. <laughs> Buy some so self-changing pants. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do like Biden and buy some Depends. <laughs> but any <laughs> But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, for... From us to you, do you like to say goodbye to them? Because you're going to get to know them real well. They're good, they're good folks, man. I love them. <laughs> nice to meet everybody. Hope to see you again. Yeah, we'll see you Friday at 6 p.m. And I'll see you in less than 30 minutes. All right, take care, everybody. Love you guys. Bye. It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run? <laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, shit. should we run? <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not a chipmunk? <laughs> 
No, I'm out of here. It's a grizzly. I'm out of here. Huh? Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Oh, it. Are we gonna die? I don't know. We're just gonna sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Fall! <laughs> <laughs>